Welcome to the IBJJF podcast, the official podcast of the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Tune in to hear interviews with the top coaches and athletes in the sport, as well as breakdowns and analysis of the biggest events. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the IBJJF podcast. My name is Danny, and my guest today is Natalie Hibero. Natalie Hello. is a European champion, a two-time Pan champion, a Brazilian national champion, and she's going to be part of the inaugural female Grand Prix that takes place August 12th in Austin, Texas. Natalie, how are you? Good. How are you, Danny? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining yeah. me. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having that, having me here. I'm very glad to be talking and very glad to be uh, inside of the fir- the very first DP uh, for IBJJF, the female one. So, yes, I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about. I definitely want to get to the GP, but I'd love mm-hmm. to start just talking about your results that you got in 2022. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was probably your best year as a competitor. You won three of the four major tournaments and had some really great performances. Was there anything that you did differently coming into this year that you felt helped you achieve those results? Yeah, so um, I feel that I felt that I felt that this year was very good for my jiu-jitsu career because I have yeah, like you said, I got three of the four major tournaments in Gi, so it was very nice to do that. I was very glad. Uh, my decision was last year I put on my head that it was in the end of the year, almost in the New Year's Eve. I was like, oh, next year we'll try to focus more in my. Um, athlete career because I want to get my titles, I want to train hard and compete with the best. So I put in my mind that that year, that 2022 was going to be the year that I um, wanted to focus more in, in how being an athlete. So yeah, I think it was a good thing <laughs> that I did. Unfortunately, I didn't get the world, but next year I'll be back. Yeah, I want to talk about the Worlds too, but before we get to that, I thought one of my favorite matches matches of yours this year was against Fionn Davis in the final of the Pans. Mm-hmm. And I know that was one that was really important to you because you had faced her multiple times. Can you talk about that experience and, and what it meant for you to get that Pan title and that win over such a tough competitor? Yeah, so the, the, the Pan title, uh, the pen, uh, title was like, it was very, I was very glad to be defending my title and then won one more time, so... It was a nice thing for me, and also fighting against one of the best. Now she's the world champion, so it was like, and she had, we had fought, like, she, that was the fifth time we had fought, and that was the first time I won. So she won every, all, all the time that we fought against each other. So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I will never win over her. She's so good. But then I kept training and training, and I was like, one day I will do it. One day I will do it. So... Finally, we had the opportunity to fight again at Pan Ams, and I was glad I got the win. <laughs> Is she the so, competitor yeah. that you faced the most at Black Belt? Um, no, I think so. We fought five times, yes. I think she was one. She, uh, Pion, and I think Louisa. We, I have fought Louisa all the time, too. So she, they are one of the most the people that I most fight against. Yeah, two great competitors. Mm-hmm. So I want to want to talk about Worlds a little bit. I know you had an, a bit of an injury, and I believe it was your first match. You hurt your yes. hand, which is difficult for someone who plays a lot of spider guard and oh, just a lot yeah. of guard in general. Can mm-hmm. you talk about 
how the injury happened and how it affected your performance at the Worlds? Um, so it was right in the beginning. I rewatched the match a few days ago, and I saw the. It was right in the beginning. It was like not even three minutes of my L fight. Um, I think I swept her, and we were kind of in the X guard. And when she broke my balance, or when she was trying to sweep, I was defending my hand, my my thumb. It was this one. Uh, when I land my hands like that, my thumbs go well, uh, stre- uh, stretch all the way back. So it was like pretty, it was very hard. It was very painful. I felt at the time and I heard the popping. So after that, I was trying to manage the fight because I was winning, I think, 2-0. So I wanted to score a little bit more so I could be okay on just defending in the end because my hands were, my hand was very, very sore and I was feeling a lot of pain in my thumb. And it went down to my wrist, so I didn't have a good strength in my grip, you know. So yeah, so I I did what I could to uh, to finish the match, to win the match, and then I went straight to the med, to the medic, and they wrapped my hand. But even though it was very it was very painful because of my guard, I play guard, and my grips are the most important thing in my game. So it was very hard. It was very hard for me. I was very upset. But yeah, it is what it is. Now it's trained and now I'm glad that I came back. Now it's my hand is feeling better. I stopped for four, four weeks. I think it was four, almost five weeks. So I couldn't train. I was doing physiotherapy. But now I am I'm back. I'm training more. Now I'm getting ready for the new turn for the GP. So yeah, let's see how it goes. <laughs> I saw the picture you posted your hand afterward. It looked really swollen. So it was pretty mm-hmm. incredible that you were able to win some matches after that injury. I know, yes. It was, <laughs> I was glad with that, too. <laughs> so now you, your hand's fully recovered, and yes. you're training for the GP. What's mm-hmm. your training been looking like leading into the Grand Prix? Uh, so Lucas is pushing the training not only for me and for Matias as well, because he's competing. So we've been doing a very good uh, strength and condition and the training is being very hard. We've been doing a lot of specific training. So yeah, we've been doing a good hard work. And I mentioned in the intro that this is going to be the first ever female GP that the IBJJF has put on, which is a really big deal, not only for the athletes, but just for jiu-jitsu in general. How mm-hmm. did you feel when you got the invitation to compete at the event? Oh, well, I felt, uh, I felt happy. I was like, I was very happy, very honored to be part of it, to be uh, to be invited for that. So yeah, that was I was like that. I was, it was very nice. I was very happy, very glad, and honored to for you guys to invite me among with. Uh, they are all world champions, so I'll be there among them. And you know, it's a very good opportunity. So yeah, it's like I couldn't miss it. So I'm very glad to be part of it. We talked a bit about Fionn Davis, who's going to be one of the opponents in it. You also have Anna Rodriguez and Bianca Basilio. Mm-hmm. I know you faced Bianca before, but have you had a match with, with Anna Rodriguez before? No, I've never had a match with Bianca before because she's like she's in a small division than, my, than me, so we never had the opportunity to do it. And we almost don't compete at open class. So, yeah, we never had the opportunity to fight each other. That's going to so be... You- Probably the first time, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about a potential match with either Anna or, I believe you only fought Bianca once, is that correct? 
Um, Bianca, we fought three times. Oh, three times. Okay. Yes. Can you talk about potential matchups with Anna and Bianca? Um, so, yes. I'm, like, any of them is always going to be a very hard, uh, very hard match. So, with Bianca, she's, like, we have fought, so we know each other games. It's going to be a good match, a good, tough match if we fight each other. And she has a very good, strong ankle lock. I always have it to watch out with that. She has a very good passing game, too. So, it's going to be exciting to play, to fight against her. As well as uh, Anna. Anna is going to be a new challenge for me because I've never fought her before. So, the game is going to be new. I have to, we always have to, you know, study a little bit your opponent, especially when we never fought before. So it's going to be an interesting challenge too. Like with any of them, always like, it's going to be a very good match. So, yeah. You, you touched on the fact that they're all world champions and they all won mm -hmm. worlds in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, Anna won in light feather, Bianca won feather, Fionn won light. Just pretty mm -hmm. crazy. Did you get a chance to watch their their matches at the world? Yes, I was watching when I was there. The the third place chairs like with the girls waiting for the matches to be over. I was there watching all of them, and it was very nice to see all of them winning. Anna winning again, but Bia and Fion getting their first title was very nice to see. I was very happy for them, and it was like they were doing like a very good job of their matches with. They're always like tough and good to watch. So I enjoy them watching them fight. And yeah, so I feel that every opponent that I have, they are kind of, of my inspiration because I need to be as good as, as them if I want to be where they are. So it's always nice to watch them and especially fighting um, uh, against them. Awesome. Well, I think it's going to be an amazing event for amazing competitors and such a great moment for Jiu-Jitsu. It's the first, like I mentioned, the first ever female GP. So I'd like to get your thoughts, too, on how, how do you feel Jiu-Jitsu has changed for females from the time you started when you were a white belt until, until today? What, what type of opportunities have opened up and how has the sport kind of changed um, in terms of participants and just opportunities? Um, I feel like I trained since when I was a kid, like I was eight or nine years old. So I always was the only girl during the classes. And then when I was growing, growing older, the girls, a little more girls were coming, but it was mostly boys. And now today, like, I feel that after like this past five years was when the girls like grew a lot. The, the female jiu-jitsu involved so in so many ways, like there's a lot of uh, girls competing, like 30 girls brackets in blue or purple belts, even more, sometimes 35, I don't know, but it's like getting and matching with the guys division. So I don't know, I feel that a lot of girls, the black belts, like Pia Mesquita, Luisa Monteiro, um, Michelle Nicolini, they were one of the people that most um, inspired the girls you know, to compete because they have a strong game and, you know, they, it, it was beautiful to watch them. So for me, I feel that they were one of the people that inspired me in jiu-jitsu a lot, that made me, like, try to be an athlete. And I feel that every every black belt inspired the color belt somehow. And, you know, and keep going and see that it's possible and the girls are getting braver and braver. So I feel that... You know, it's kind of teamwork. Even if we don't get together to try to involve the female jiu-jitsu in some way, we help each other, you know? So 
I think it's pretty nice what's happening with the female competitors. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You Like you mentioned, you guys are always putting on, the females in particular are always putting on really exciting matches. There's a lot of submissions, a lot of different styles, so the matches are often really dynamic and fast-paced, and there's tons of action. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I feel that, too. Like, I watch the girls fighting. They inspire me, and, you know, I try to do my best to inspire others. So, yeah, it's kind of nice to see that. You're definitely one of the one of the top female competitors nowadays. So you're inspiring plenty of other lower belts <laughs> below you. What yeah, advice I'm would glad with that. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and what advice would you give to some of the younger females who maybe look up to you or some of the other females in the GP and they want to have a career in jujitsu? They want to win titles like you and and make jujitsu their profession. Do you have any advice for someone who's in that position? Uh, my advice is that you know you can give up, especially especially when uh, especially on the harder days. Like there are some days that we feel down or when we didn't train well or when we feel that it won't, you know, have a future in the sport. So that's the days you have it to put in your mind that you can give up, that in the future, in one day, everything, all the hard work, even the bad days, is going to make sense. You know, like everything is part of the process. There's no easy way in being the best. It's always the hardest way, it's always in the hardest path, you have to follow, you have to trust in yourself. The thing is that you have to trust in yourself and never give up. So yeah, that's my, you know, that's my advice. Yeah, I know you've talked a bit about having times where you struggled before and maybe thinking about stopping competing or feeling mm-hmm. like you were maybe getting a little bit old, even though you're, you're very young. But <laughs> what were some <laughs> of the things that, that helped you get through those struggles and just have, uh, have those breakthroughs mentally to keep going? Yeah, so one thing that helps me a lot is you have a therapy. So I feel that, you know, a professional will help you think through, help you like think outside of the box, and help you to see uh, things that sometimes uh, comes in our mind in the like in the hardest way that it's supposed to be, you know. So I feel that therapies is a very good thing, and um, yes, I feel that. And you know, you have to train. Like if you want to be confident in competing and being there and try to win a tournament, you always have to be training and putting up your hard work. So I keep training, uh, uh, so I have my therapist and I train hard, so even Lupus tells me, Natalie, train, you're going to feel better. Tra- training is also my therapy, so I train I train as, all the time that I can, and I go, I work out, I, I feel that, you know, you just need to put something in your mind like I did, for example, I said, next year, 2022. I will have, I will focus in my athlete career. And that's what I did. They didn't stop until world. That's what I was trying to be, you know, trying to like my main goal. Um, so I think you should put something in your mind. What as a tournament you want to participate in a tournament that you really want to win and you focus on that and everything's going to be about that. So if you have something in your mind, you go for it, you know? It's great oh, yeah, that your training can be part of your therapy, and so it's helping mm-hmm. you advance your career and helping with your mindset at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so in addition to the female GP, there's also a male medium-heavy GP on August 12th. You have your teammate, Matias Luna, Ronaldo yes. Jr. of Atos, Leandro Lowe, and Gabriel Argis. Do you have any thoughts on the male medium-heavy GP? Wow, I go for Matias. 
<laughs> I will go. I, I, uh, Matias, for me, I think he'll go to the final. Uh, I think he goes to the final against against Leandro. It's hard to beat Leandro. Um, so yeah, but I'm cheering for my my teammate. He's very good at passing. He has a very strong and aggressive pass. His knee slice is awesome. I always like to learn from his knee slice. So yeah, I'm rooting for him. Go, Matias. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be great. Great Grand Prix. He's had a great match, some great matches with Ronaldo Jr. Yeah. And I'm sure the matches with Leandro and Gabriel Argis will be amazing as well. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. All the matches. There's no easy match. All, everybody's like, it's good. Everyone's good. Definitely. So, yeah. Did you have any other thoughts you wanted to share on the Grand Prix or on anything else before we signed out? Uh, no, I'm just, I want to thank you guys again uh, for the opportunity uh, to be inside of this amazing event. And I'm excited to watch not only the female GP, but the male and also the super fights too. You guys are gonna have some super fights, so I'm very excited with the, with the card. So yes, I can't wait for the day. Me too. Mm. Well, thank you, Nelly, so much for your <laughs> time. You. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Definitely yeah. check out the Grand Prix, both the male and the female, August 12th. You can watch them on Flow Grappling. Uh, it's, I believe it's a Friday night, so there's going to be, the, like I said, the GPs, the super fights. It's going to be an amazing night of jiu-jitsu. Thank you for listening to the IBJJF podcast. Be sure to head over to IBJJF.com for the latest news and events from the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you.